Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. John, uh, before we go to calls and they're lining up here for you, let's talk a little bit about the Antichrist. Nostradamus has always kind of hinted about a final third Antichrist. He called it Mabus or Mabus. Mabus, yeah. And it's supposed to emerge uh, next this year, right? Well, uh, I'm I am definitely after being on the trail of candidates for this all the way back in 1983 is when they started. And um, all the candidates that I look at, I'm, I'm currently updating my book, Nostradamus and the Antichrist, which will be out earlier this year with my kind of final testament about this, because I, I think after all this looking around, I, I think I found the most significant candidate. And he has something that all the other candidates, bin Laden, Saddam Hussein, um, Baghdadi, all these people, is definitely pointing to a Middle Eastern source because of the clues that Nostradamus gives. And I, I go through the whole fascinating story of how Nostradamus uses word codes. It's very um, uh, Da Vinci code, only it's the real deal uh, with Nostradamus of how he hides names. And it has very specific steps that any candidate have to fulfill. And up till now, none of them fulfilled the thing that the earlier candidate uh, Paul Ne Loran, which is an anagram for Napoleonois, Napoleon King, mm-hmm. and the other Hister Hitler, that's Hitler. Right. Uh, but Mabus, uh, none of the candidates until now has been a significant world leader, and the world leader who has emerged, also he's supposed to be young, a dark man, dark bearded man of evil doing. When he comes to power, he's young. Um, and it would seem that this person is the current crown prince of Saudi Arabia, uh-huh. uh, Mohammed bin Salman. Now, in the anagrams, Mohammed and bin Salman also can decode using law of anagrams to Mabus. And we all in the press call that long-named man MBS. And it's a common practice of Nostradamus, but which we did on the show in Everett when we looked at uh, the fire call being actually hidden with the vowels right. uh, in the shuttle disaster challenger in 1986. Um, well, it, there are two vowels missing in MBS, the A and the U, that makes it Mabus, M-A-B-U-S. So the world calls him by that, Nostradamus could hear the future as well as smell it and see it in his prophecies. So it's an important thing that a, some certain quirk, just like uh, at the turn of the century, everybody was trying to scratch in the Nostradamian heads. <laughs> uh, the, this riddle of Nostradamus talking about a man named Dubia, that the people of the capital, spelled like the U.S. capital, would not want an office and he would not be able to achieve his ends. Well, Nostradamus likes to use nicknames. And who in 2000 emerged into our lives to become president of the United States who had a nickname, Dubia? Yep, George Bush. George Bush. And once, once you bring that into it, it fits. It's like the key that opens up the cryptex of Nostradamus's anagram. And so Mabus, as, as uh, Mohammed bin Salman, uh, is in this pivotal role. He is, he is very much behind trying to start a war with Iran. Uh, 
a war that, given Iran's military power, if he's stupid enough to do that, um, would actually cause uh, his probably early death in the, in the battle. The other thing, too, is that Saudi Arabia has created what many people in the Islamic world calls a blasphemous sect of Islam, because it does not value all five virtues of Islam. In holy war, in jihad, these people of the Wahhabist religious group uh, believe that everybody, men, women, and children, are fair game. And, and, and this is what Osama bin Laden, one of the con- candidates, believed. And al-Baghdadi, the pirate caliph of ISIS, believed. And, you know, the, this... So the, the head of this world power is a key oil giant, is also overseeing this... Um, many people in the Islamic world feel is a heretical version of the Quran. The Wahhabist look is very extreme, fundamentalist, um, and that has been spread over the last two generations with the wealth of Saudi Arabia uh, to madrasas, religious schools, all across the community of believers. And so two generations now have, have been indoctrinated in this uh, violent idea of Islam that uh, and unfortunately has killed many more people of the faith than it has. In yeah, Christ. absolutely. Well, will the Antichrist know they're the Antichrist? Um, I, no. Uh, one of the patterns common to it is that the Napoleon never knew he was the first Antichrist. Hitler never knew he was the second. And it's it's anyway. It's not it's not a message for them. It's a message for us to know who they are. I mean, Nostradamus was obscure for effect. You know, if he was more clear sometimes, he try. He every once in a while, when you think he's just all foggy and it's open to any interpretation, you stumble upon in his fifteen hundred prophecies a few hundred that are just <laughs> jaw dropping, amazing. And by the way, in a new book on the coronavirus, because he was a plague doctor, soon to release early this year. I'm even shocked, at, and I'm not one to grab anything and mm-hmm. say, oh, there's trumpet in, in Nostradamus, it must mean Trump. No, it doesn't. And so I'm, I'm far more hard to convince, but I found things that are breathtakingly describing the coronavirus, uh, how it hit Italy, where, that it's a shell, scab, husky-looking thing, just like that symbol that we've all seen for a year in our faces on media, and he saw that, so I contend. And so, so the thing is, uh, you, you know, we are we are in a period where the trigger it's getting clearer and clearer as the event potentially, and I stress potentially, comes up. But the war of the third Antichrist is supposed to happen at a time when the world is unraveling, the world of people unraveling, its economy, its governments. Uh, its moralities, and the world of animals are unraveling, the ecology of the world. That sounds like today. What We can argue about what's causing it, but it's definitely something. This is when he'd emerge. So this is now. Uh, he, he became powerful at 34 when, uh, when his father became king of Saudi Arabia, but he's really the power behind the throne because his father is very ill. Um, so here, he, he, young dark man of evil doing, 
um, all the pieces of the puzzle uh, kind of connect to him. Uh, the fact that he has so much command and control of the oil industry of the world, and the, in fact, he has a lot of control of the media. Uh, the Saudi uh, shares uh, of the government of the prince uh, are are like five hundred million dollars worth of shares spread around all the major networks of the United States. It's the reason why none of you in America hardly hear anything about the biggest and worst war that's been raging since 2015 that the United States has been fueling and giving Saudi Arabians weapons, jets to bomb, and literally one-third of all their strikes are literally to kill the people of northern Yemen. It's a genocidal war of the third Antichrist, and our media is not telling you that we're involved in it. In a big way. Big, big way since 2015. We, we have we have special forces on the ground helping to target it. Every day, our, our fueling Air Force jets fuel Saudi Air Force and UAE Air Forces to bomb schools, weddings, and, and the other thing, too, is denying medical help. Uh, the largest plague of cholera in human history has been going on in Yemen, and you'd never know it. 400,000 people threatened. Every family's been threatened. There's 20 million people on the verge of starvation. I've been hearing that for years. I'm not hearing it much anymore, which makes me wonder if they are still alive. And it's, it's a war of genocide, and it's, it's, a, it's an absolute crime against humanity. And this voice you're hearing right now is one of the few voices, thanks to you, George, to tell the people, inform them that your funds, your military, is involved in this. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.